U.S. PeteCallenderShow.com. Um, so, how are you doing uh, there, sir? What's uh, what's the latest and greatest from uh, from the mountains? You guys got snow up there? Uh, yeah, a little bit in the higher elevations. Yeah, doing well. Okay. Uh, we had our uh, we had an Asheville City Council that uh, Councilwoman newly elected after the uh, all of the protesting and whatnot over the uh, the summer, and so this is her first term, and she voted against bulletproof vests for cops because she didn't want any more extra funding to go to them. She also voted against. Uh, a bunch of money for de-escalation training, which is something she campaigned for, but voted against because it was additional funding. She wants to defund the cops, so de-escalation whoa, whoa, training whoa, no. for free. Hold on. Nobody wants to defund the police. That's a <laughs> That's misunderstanding. Right. That's right. It was just okay. poor messaging. <laughs> yes. Yeah. By the way, is there worse messaging than taking a, a, a frontline nurse who has a history of passing out when she stubs her toe, <laughs> jamming the vaccine in her, and then sticking her in front of a full slate of uh, press conference cameras. <laughs> did, no, did, this yeah. is in Chattanooga. You saw this video. I did. <laughs> that, from a PR standpoint, what a horrible decision that was. Yeah, marketing fail. It, it, it's almost as bad as the uh, the late Senator Kay Hagan when she made her announcement that she was going to seek re-election and people wanted to know, uh, you know, why she wasn't attending all of these armed service committee briefings. And so she makes her announcement and then runs out the door. It gets chased through the parking lot. <laughs> it's like this is your this is your announcement for re-election. And it looks like it looks like to, you know, to catch a predator, you know, uh, video out in the parking right. lot, just terrible optics. But my real, uh, honestly, I was more worried because people pass out from shots and I get it. It's just, yeah, from a PR standpoint, total fail. But my beef was with the camera guy. Like he swings his camera off into the corner and right. like just to look at nothing like, dude, your whole job right now is to uh, capture this moment for posterity and the nurse just collapsed like why are you shooting video into the corner like did he not like avert your eyes well you don't want to we don't want to see this i, I like you need to find another bias. line of work I, i'm telling pete bias i on the, the first thing that comes <laughs> into my head is he knows that that looks bad and and look i don't know who the camera guy is it may very well be he just felt badly like he was violating her privacy but uh, you're right. You're a camera guy. And then I look at it and I'm like, you know, he doesn't want to show that because it makes it look bad. Or they and were like corporate into a partisan issue. Yeah, yeah maybe uh, they were. They Maybe it was a corporate feed. I don't know where that video came from. Uh, I watched it last night, actually, when you it tweeted came from it. W. It came from the uh, ABC affiliate. there. Oh, no. All right. Well, yeah. I was because I like generally photogs in the biz. I give them much respect because they usually get that shot. I like this. I right. don't. Yeah, maybe he bumped. Maybe he bumped into the camera. Maybe that's what happened, right? Maybe right. Well, he like went to grab the, the camera, right, right, and and inadvertently moved it, and so it it swung to the vacant corner of the room rather than capture the actual collapse of the nurse, the news event. Yeah. Yeah, uh, perhaps. All right. Speaking <laughs> of other news events, apparently Phil Berger went to dinner, and uh, now he's a horrible person. Right, trying to kill people. Outrage and sue. Right. I was. Uh, yeah. I was actually told uh, because this is. It's one of the things that's uh, kind of amazing to me is you know how quickly people's view on uh, the the protocols and the re- and, and the you know the way to deal with COVID the way they shift depending on who is the subject of the story because. Uh, according to the story that was broken by WRAL, right, that oh. Phil Berger had like less than or fewer than 30 people uh, and they all went out to eat at a restaurant and they were under the capacity cap. They say they wore masks and 
this is now an example of Phil Berger and all Republicans not caring about people and trying to get them killed. Um, And so when I, you know, posted like, well, okay, so now I'm seeing a lot of this outrage being directed at Phil Berger. And I have to wonder, like, the same people you guys were dismissing or ignoring any of the potential ramifications of people that were protesting by the thousands day after day after day. So where was the outrage over that? And we all know where why that didn't exist. It's because of who you're talking about. And when you start uh, when you start making those kinds of delineations, then you lose all credibility. I actually had somebody tell me that dining out equals denying science. Like, really? Yeah, it's just like this is. So are we, this is the are level we of delusion where only. Only all right. So I know that when it comes to politicians, only GOP politicians get COVID. Correct. That that that's that we know that. Um, are only uh, only uh, conservatives or or right leaning individuals? Are they the only ones dining out? Because that's what I learned. I feel like that's not accurate. Well, I don't feel like it's accurate either. But logic would dictate that if dining out equals denying science, and we know Democrats don't do that, so uh, therefore it must be Republicans that have been keeping restaurants open for the last eight months it's the only thing i can ascertain out of all of this well you you know what what kills me is it is that level of seething hypocrisy and woke scolding from wral which makes one this week one of the most delicious weeks we've had around here i know that you're up you're not familiar with uh, uh the the geography of raleigh so allow me to explain this to you pete um here in raleigh along western boulevard we have long had a park a very nice children's park called pullen park hmm. u-l-l-e-n it's an old family name, and Sounds directly delightful. across the street is the former uh, mental health center, uh, which is the uh, Dorothea Dix property Yep, that was eventually acquired by the city of Raleigh to be turned into a destination park, which includes plans potentially to put a land bridge connecting both Dix and Pullen Park, thus creating the Pullen-Dix Park Complex. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. Well, what do you do? Can you? I mean, you can't just kick one of the family names out. That are connected to the property. These are the names. So right? is this and the same ad person, the same marketing person that arranged the vaccination shot press conference? That no, decided this on? is okay. just this is just the universe aligning. That's what this is. <laughs> and uh, and and like you can't go Dick's Pulling. You can't call it DP Park. Yeah, you're really in a box here. So oh, um, with that in mind, with that in mind, um, this year WRAL, who as you you would agree, if anyone dare step out of line, push back on anything the governor does says or asks, REL is the pit bull attack dog via Seth Efron and the entire uh, op-ed crew, who by the way just decided to write an entire op-ed crapping all over the city of Youngsville mm-hmm. and their mayor for daring to hold a parade. All mm-hmm. right. So WRL has organized their uh, Knights of Lights uh, there at the uh, Pullen Dix Park Complex. We're referring to it as the Pullen Dix Super Spreader Holiday Extravaganza. <laughs> and it involves basically driving a mile and a half very slowly in your in your car with your family looking at beautiful lights. Which, by the way, if, if we're just you know, all being intellectually honest here, a single family unit in an enclosed vehicle driving down a road is probably as safe as it gets. So fundamentally, there shouldn't be a scientific problem with it at all. No. Right? We can right. agree? Correct. I okay. agree. But we're not allowed to make those those nuanced decisions. No. If you remember, it doesn't matter, and, and REL leads the charge on this. So what happened? This thing has had a problem every single night uh, it, since it Wait, kicked off. Wait, there's a problem there. with the Pullen Dix Park? 
Uh, no, well, no, Pullen Dix Park Complex and the Pullen Dix uh, Super Spreader Holiday Extravaganza is fine. The problem they're running into is they're so oversold that eventually the city came in, had to come in and shut them down at 11 o'clock the first night because they're well in excess of the governor's curfew. And and the second wow. night it happened again. Then they decided, uh, I guess what they're going to do is they're going to run them uh, side by side because they're damn near double oversold, which <laughs> I would assume then keeps it so that you can't see out of one side of your car. I don't and But it's just it's just the hypocrisy of everything that 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 I have read from WRL on all of this insanity, all culminating with the fact that. They essentially are in a situation where a little bit of understanding and a little bit of common sense should, you know, uh, uh, should be given their direction. But they've never given a damn inch in their life. So I just enjoy making fun of them. Right. So what you're saying is that the city had to halt the Pullen Dix event. That's they, they had to put a they stop did. to that. Interesting. Twice, yes. Twice yes. because it was too late. This, too late. Yes. Now, I'd also point out to your yeah, and, and to your point that um, that these are the same people that are always asking, "When are you going to crack down? When are you going to crack down on these?" Harder. Yeah, like yes. like you need to make sure that these people are abiding by your rules, right? And oh, look at that! Now you're in violation of the curfew. And again, like I don't have any problem with the event, um, but honestly, is that really an essential activity? Like when we're when we're trying to carve out what is and isn't essential and we're trying to make all of these value judgments, we're getting a lot of um, a lot of people that are you know weighing in that, that they don't think that what you're doing in your business and your event is really worthwhile enough to the community. And so therefore, uh, it should be shut down. You shouldn't get to celebrate with these lights and such. Now, I imagine that this is a revenue generator for WRAL. I mean, I have to imagine they're making some money off of it through the sponsorships. Well, the tickets cost money. I don't know. Sure. It could be a break-even, could be chair. I, I be honest, I don't know. Yeah. But it is it is a revenue enhancer in the sense that it's a brand builder. Right. Oh, right? absolutely. It's, it's definitely in the marketing uh, ledger uh, of the books. Absolutely. And so there is value to doing it from a halo effect, right, from the marketing, but also from the mm-hmm. uh, if there is money to be made, at least to offset some of the costs. Right. There's obviously value or else they wouldn't do it. Um, and I'm not going to I'm not in a position to judge whether that value is worth it. I just point out that they have found a way to do something that they believe uh, operates safely. And now they're being shut down because of a rule that says you have to shut down any certain time based on no real science like the curfew i mean i understand limiting alcohol uh consumption after a certain time i i don't agree with it but i understand it there is some connection to logic and science behind that but a blanket wide you know curfew that just says you know 10 o'clock you you can't drive through the park um yes that's with your family, with your family yeah. in your own like tiny little pandemic pod on wheels. Like, yes, I, I don't understand uh, why that would be um, disallowed. But I also, like you, have very little sympathy for the folks who have been cheering on the crackdowns uh, that now they're the victim of the crackdown. This is why, by the way, it's called the slippery slope argument is because once you start sliding, you can't stop. That's the whole point. Yes, and and this is just yet another in a long string of stories we talked about last week, where like they're all butthurt over not being able to go into the Alamance County courtroom, mm-hmm. right? And now all of a sudden, that's an inconvenience that can't be tolerated because it, it, it's such a violation of the uh, me, the the media's ability to do their job. And even though they're right, kind of, 
uh, you, I, you're out of sympathy for them. You just don't care. Right. It, and, it, um, it usually comes down. It, yeah, I'm sorry. It usually comes down to an assumption, though, that um, that I want to do this thing. I can do it safely. You want to do the same thing, but you can't. And so it, it, this also connects back to the Phil, you know, uh, Senate leader Phil Berger and the he does a quote holiday party, a Christmas party, uh, and they did it at a restaurant. And there is an assumption there that if it's a Republican doing this thing or it's somebody I don't like, take the partisan uh, politics out of it if you want to. But it's this idea that you're doing something and I don't like you. So therefore, you're trying to kill people. But if you're going to go and you're going to march and you're going to protest. And this is what uh, this is what uh, somebody else told me was that, you know, marching in the streets was worthwhile risking their lives. I was risking my life, and that makes it mm-hmm. worthwhile because it was a good cause. And first off, COVID does not give a flying rip about your cause, right? It does, unless it's the smartest virus in history, but it's not. And so uh, it doesn't care about what your cause is, whether it's righteous or not. Um, and what you're also doing is you're risking other people's lives. That's what you've been telling us, right? So you're not risking your life going out to march. You're risking everybody else's life to go out to march. And you've made that decision for them. But they strip away that component when it's a cause or an event that they like. But they apply it when it's a person or cause or event that they do not like. And this, again, undermines credibility in the grand debate of COVID-19. Yeah, I, I you know credibility used to be squandered, and now I think it's just unfortunate. You got to start from zero and just earn it. And I don't know many people who are Pete, but that's mm. uh, going to keep that keeps us in business, man. So True, got that it's going a target-rich environment. All right, well, I'm gonna, I'm going to go not work for a while, so uh, you and I will rejoin in the uh, new year. I'm sure there'll be plenty of insanity. Till then, people can uh, keep up to date with. Uh, What's your what's your uh, what's your schedule? Are you going to take some time off or just keep churning them out? So, yeah, I am. Uh, I'm a really great employee, but I'm an awful boss. Uh, so I will uh, just keep working. <laughs> so, uh, okay. yeah, I just I just crank out the content. That's all I do. And so there will be content uh, virtually every single day over the uh, the holiday break. Great. PeteCallenderShow.com yeah. or via the iHeartRadio app. You can download the podcast, Apple, wherever wherever you get podcasts. So. Everywhere. I'm everywhere. Thanks so much for the opportunity again, Casey. I appreciate it. Merry yeah. Christmas. And I uh, hope you have a great uh, holiday season. We'll see you, see you next year. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and when you come to Raleigh, uh, uh, let me know and we'll go over and I'll show you where the Pullen Dix Park Complex is. I do not want to so, see. It's some photos. Yeah, I don't, but, yeah, don't need please. you to show me that. Okay. All right. Well, I offered. Have a good one, man. <laughs> Thanks. Right, buddy. Thanks. Appreciate it.